0: Hi, I'm Issa Kwonga. I'm Ian Wright. And I'm Ryan Hunt. And collectively, we are the Stadio Podcast and Wrighty's House on the Ringer FC feed. Yes, we are. We come to you three
1: times a week on the Ringer FC feed. Bringing love. We're bringing love and football. So if you like zooming out and zooming in on football and all the stuff around it, make sure you follow Ringer FC on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. How's that, Rye? I reckon I'll do. Yeah, man.
0: Back out of the major The
2: Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Championship.
3: 24
1: seconds. Championship. A thousand percent. Confirmed. Not my mage. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mut, mut 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 mut
3: mut 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 still
1: Shout out to guy, Greg. I like delicious chicken. It was repugged. It was
2: repugged. It's professional, it's professional. Wrestling.
1: Wrestling. wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is Cheap Heat. We're back, baby. I'm here in New York City. You're physically strong and physically eating a peach, Peter Rosenberg. Joining us from Philadelphia, the physically strong stack guy, Greg. You, you've, you've, I feel like you missed the perfect opportunity
2: to say the physically fit Peter Rosenberg. Because let's be real, that's what time it is.
1: It's fit (laughs) o'clock. It is. I did just see my best. uh, I did just see my best Tuesday weight in some time. I haven't weighed. I haven't weighed that low on a Tuesday in a long time.
2: The weigh in was today. There was a weigh in today.
1: Oh, there's a weigh in. Yeah, they had. Normally, I don't hit a weigh in until like Thursday, Friday. But I had a pretty good weekend where I was finally like not in shambles on the weekend because the wedding's so close. So I said, let me see how I actually did this weekend and get weighed on a Tuesday. And it was the best number I've seen in a while. So to have that happen on a Tuesday shows things are going the right direction.
2: That's, that's risky, though. A, a Tuesday, a post-weekend, Tuesday weigh-in. Oh,
1: that can second that ruin your whole week. <laughs> that that, what? Can ri- that can destroy. I, I. That's why normally I stay away from the scale until at least Thursday.
2: Right. Tuesday weigh-in could ruin the Friday weigh-in. Let's be right. real.
1: Because you could be so down about the Tuesday weigh-in that it just sends you into a tailspin. Right. Uh, joining us from uh, Los Angeles, the physically sweatered Brian Dipperstein.
3: This is a non-sweater sweater day. I don't really need to wear the sweater, but I felt compelled to wear the sweater. You mean temperature-wise you don't need it?
1: Yeah, it's not sweater weather. So what would you have worn then if not the sweater? A, a coat? Mm, I don't know. A, a polo? I'm, a I'm, polo? I'm
3: big on the knit polos these days. I'm, I'm collecting knit polos. You
1: mean niche knit short-sleeve polo? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you t- you tuck it when you go to work? No, no, it's that cash. Eh,
3: once in, yeah, I mean, it's getting pretty cash these days, especially in the summer. Uh, I, I got to I be like honest, it would look
1: weird with the knit, the knit polo tucked in, though. No, oh, no, I, oh, no. You could wear a knit polo tucked in. I think Dip could. You would look weird knit. I, yeah, I would look good not. But when you're thin and small, Dip could wear the tucked in polo with a belt. You could you can make it work. Yeah, in like a in a worky kind of way.
3: If you have a not knit and it's just a cotton polo, you look like you're playing golf. Correct, but if then it's, it's a, a kn- golf outfit. Let me tell you which something. Was, which was the which was the which was the subject matter of yet another curb your enthusiasm genius episode.
1: It was there was an episode yeah. about that about yeah. the what was the storyline again? He told the uh, the
3: uh, disabled guy that he couldn't he wasn't ne- he wasn't playing golf anymore and then he showed up
1: to see him cat- oh and he cat- said cat- it was cat- a golf shirt and he said it's and not a was... golf shirt yeah
3: yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it's it is funny how different yeah. it is once it's not knit it becomes golf shirt and it's crazy it stands if out you call the golfer if it's oh especially yet. if it's yeah. tucked in but yeah. then a lot of golf shirts now have that material that's not knit or cotton and it's very it's just golf shirt it's like that rayon golf shirt material oh so,
3: yeah that's yeah
1: that's just meant for golf yeah. um well, listen. I'm glad that you're both here, uh, sweatered and all. Uh, Dip, are you excited for the wedding to just wear a full-on suit and not be wearing a sweater? I mean, you, I feel like you've been wearing sweater for months now.
3: It's my new. It's the new gimmick. But uh, do you, yeah. you
1: don't, you don't miss I, the f- full suit, though.
3: I don't really have that many shirts that I like wearing. That's that's been the problem. I wear a suit still every day, probably. But I, I need to get a bunch of shirts made. I'm. I think I'm going to make a uh, an appointment at Proper Cloth on Friday. Oh, in the morning. Oh, yeah. And you I mean, think I'm going to get 10 shirts
1: made. You mean when you come here? Yeah. Yeah, you should. It's the what, best. Shout out to proper cloth. No, I mean, real. shout out to proper cloth for real. My tease, my T's are you're very rich if you're getting 10 made at one time. I'll tell you that much right now. Because that's a that'll be a listen. Proper cloth is it's affordable, but it's still you're spending real money on shirts. There's no doubt about it.
2: Well, I got but they will be the nicest shirts that you put on your body.
1: I got yeah. I got
3: to tell you, I got news for you. I'm doing very well.
1: Yeah, you're doing. <laughs> he's doing very. <laughs> no, and he'll do what everyone else does. Just put on your credit card, even if you're not doing well. Doesn't matter. What
3: are we talking Slipe about anyway? What are we talking yeah. about for a shirt? For a custom one, white button-down dress shirt.
1: Okay, well, let me be clear. And for the, first of all, I want everyone to know. Very important. I'm wearing proper cloth head to toe at the wedding. Uh, not to toe. I guess toe. No, I'm wearing. I'm wearing uh, head to ankle. Head to ankle. Head to ankle. I am wearing. No, no, g- no. Neck to ankle. Yeah, I'm not wearing a, a hat. Of course, so <laughs> that's true. Neck to ankle. I'm uh, wearing, let me put it this way I'm wearing a proper cloth shirt and I'm wearing a proper cloth t- uh, custom tux. I believe the shirts will, you'll, if for a nice shirt, I think you're talking about in the 150 to 200 range for a custom shirt. Okay. It's but worth it, thi- though. But it, it, that's the thing, though, to have <laughs> the difference. Is it's now it's such an unbelievable difference that when I put on even the tux, I was like, oh my god, I have to redo all my WWE suiting because I need them to fit like this. It's just a different ball game completely. It it there's no discomfort, there's no fighting with the with the suit jacket. It just goes on you and fits. There's no argument with the suit. There's no No. shouting and screaming at the suit. Oh, fit me. me. Oh my God! The shouting and screaming I'm doing with that when I put on these suits. Even and by the way, most of my suits are John Varvados, and they're all really nice suits. But I can't. I'm not getting Varvados custom suits, so I get a Varvados suit, and then I go to a tailor, and they do the best they can. But it's not the same as getting it made to your. And and I am a strangely shaped individual. I'm five oh. seven and a. Five seven and three quarters. I'm hundred and eighty-eight pounds. I'm
3: But your torso I, is odd. You have an odd shoulder length. You have an thanks, odd dip what do you mean? Let's
2: make a feel better about
1: this whole situation. I'm just, yeah. He knows how I he knows. Well, what, what what do you mean, my what do you mean, uh, odd <laughs> shoulders? I didn't know what you <laughs> yeah. mean. What do you mean? Yeah,
3: you, you have uh like you know, things lay strangely
1: on your shoulders. You need Oh uh, uh, yeah, we do talk about the lay. There's something about the lay. But by the yeah. way, dip you have to understand, dip doesn't even get to deserve to be in this conversation. He can walk into any place and just go up to a mannequin with the tightest clothes on, take it off, and wear yeah. it. Like, you don't, even, you don't even know from a shape. You're not even a shape. You're not even a human. You're like Casper. You could just throw a sheet on you, and you wear it. It doesn't – we, we, um, we went to go see my boy LV at the Varvedos and Daigol showroom that he has, and they were doing a friends and family sale. And, and Dip literally, he keeps getting smaller. He's like, oh, no, no. It was at, it was at Proper Cloth first. At Proper Cloth, he tries a, a 38 suit. Too big. He tries a 36 suit. Maybe still big. I was like, are these even human sizes? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, maybe, maybe the weird shapes run in my family because my dad went to try to get the Varvado suit and could not fit into a suit. Like even a size that I, so he tried a forty six Varvedo suit and couldn't get it on, and what then I went with him. Big? No, it's too small. And then I went with him to Macy's. I know it didn't sound right at all. And then I went to Macy's with him the other day, and I got him like a we got like a Tommy Hilfiger suit or whatever something from Macy's. Yeah. And the and he was swimming in a forty six. So I, I, it's it's the, confusing with the different European things.
3: brands, or it's not
1: European. It is European. John. No,
3: I think yeah, Varvatos. It is yeah. It's, but you know, they're made for tiny little people.
1: You know, like mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: The short of it all is, proper cloth is fantastic, and I'm going to try to get another code, another discount code for our cheap heat listeners. The, the thirty six from the great Daniel Zisman.
3: Yeah, the thirty-six
1: short of it all. Yeah, that- of it all. Uh, and one thing to say about about <laughs> polos. So when I went to Macy's the other day, which, by the way, I have to be honest, Macy's is repugnant. Yeah, it is. I didn't know it was repug because in the years in which I was shopping at. (laughs) I was just about to say that (laughs) in the years in which I went to malls and stuff, I didn't know from a good store. So like I didn't know it was repug. Then if you ever start going to Bloomingdale's or Nordstrom's or any of the or Barney's or any R.I.P., any of the places that really do the high-end department store game. Yeah, Harrods is even smoking Macy's. Oh, yeah, Harrods is too. The, you, you go to a Macy's, the lady just throws my dad and whatever. I was like, this looks good. I was like, ma'am, this fits horribly. She was like, this fits, this <laughs> fits. I was like, no, it doesn't at all. I was like, dad, take off the jacket. You're not wearing this. And I just had to do it myself. I was like, this doesn't fit you. This is too long. It's too big in the front. <laughs> <laughs> These people don't know what... I was like, oh, they're really... No, they know. That's the worst part. They know. Yeah, they just don't care. They sell. So, they want that sale. So I'm walking around the Macy's, and I walk by the polo section. And of course, whenever I see the polo section, I think of high school when I really always like was obsessed with trying to get polo. I'm going to tell you the one item. I have bought this item a thousand times. Every one I've ever gotten, I wear once. It sits in my closet for three years and then is donated. It is the classic polo knit collar shirt they do not fit me i no matter Why do you m- buy them
3: for them because
1: i see them and i go oh i love a classic polo just like a, a you know a classic blue or red polo with just the horse collar it's such a classic beautiful garment i love it but it just does not doesn't fit me. love you back doesn't love me back i guess i'm between an l and an xl so I get the L and I have man boobs and look terrible and I get the XL and I'm slumped over and it's hanging. It's I, I'm just it doesn't work. I've retired.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and you have that compulsion to, to pull up the sleeves that you, you, you never. Uh, I on. love I love pulling the sleeves. You, you, you scrunch up the sleeves of anything you, you wear.
1: Only you be able to do that
3: this weekend, next weekend. OK, oh, I don't I don't I don't
1: I don't I don't pull up suit sleeves. There can't be any. <laughs> yeah. There can be no. I mean, mean, hold weekend. on. You think I'm going to take my tux jacket. You act as if when you turn on the kickoff shows, I have my entire suit scrunched up my arms. I don't do that. Say
3: Every single time I see you on television, all I'm doing is thinking he's about to scrunch. He's about to scrunch. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I, I do he's with sweaters
1: and with sweaters and long sleeve tees. I'm a big arm scruncher. I don't know why. I don't know why it's, i I can't listen. I am who I am. I gotta am let the am. forearms breathe sometimes, man uh, yeah, yeah. oh, and guys, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. We are one week from Saturday in w w e terms, the wedding is one week from Saturday. That's right. but we are less than a week from money in the bank, and before we get to money in the bank, and i don't want I don't like being reactionary, and I feel that I am being that, to the discord to to a lot of tweets that I've been getting of people being critical. I don't like feeling like I'm being reactionary, but I have to be honest. I got to tell you guys, I was taken aback and surprised by the mageness of Forbidden Door. I got to say it. I'm saying what has to be said. I I have watched, I guess, 70% probably of Forbidden Door. Um, I don't know how much you guys got to. But uh, I, I've watched a small portion of it, and I'm waiting. I'm I'm
3: gonna wait for the airplane to watch the rest. Uh, it
1: is an enjoy long. Oh yeah, it's it's a long it's a long watch. Um, and it is very very mage the the big matches. Um, delivered like you know how SUG I I, I kind of tease Dip sometimes because he'll be like, "There's just not wrestling like this." And he'll say it about like a random young bucks, Luchasaurus, uh, Jungle Jack <laughs> right. match on a on a Dynamite, and I'm like, ah. right. In this case, you're just seeing matches that you do not normally see on television. That is right. absolutely fair.
2: Well, thankfully, that was the point, and thankfully, they delivered on that point. Because uh, for us to be for you to be saying that um, after this weekend, it means that it it did what it was supposed to do.
1: Uh, you, I, SUG, I strongly recommend you go back and watch this. I'm, gonna maybe, no, I, I'm planning on it. I just haven't maybe, had time. Maybe I'll about.
3: try to finish it by Friday so that I can talk about it more. If I do the Friday show this week, I just I mean, look, I, I, w- between Will Ospreay and, and, and Max and, you know, um, Kenny and all these people. I mean, there's something going on. Is
1: there it, it was? The, by the way, I mean, the Max Tanahashi match was a lot of fun. Um, it served its purpose like I don't think anyone thought you know MJF was losing obviously but I thought it still served his purpose and made him look mage to be in a match like that um, it was I mean the the Bucks match was was crazy the elite match that is was crazy the Kenny match was wild I assume at this point at, at dip have you heard any of the spoilers I mean do you hear anything that yeah. happened with so you heard yeah. about what happened with Jungle Jack yes the, the Jungle Jack turn um, on Hook was mage. I have to tell you, I thought it was a bit of an opportunity missed. I don't know why. I, I guess I see why they're doing it. But, like, I would have liked to see Taz get up from the table and kind of run up the ramp. I, I was looking for that. I was looking for, like, a Taz that reaction. Been mage. Yeah, instead he sort of just was like, ah, oh, Hook's going to get him. But I was kind of like, hey, that would have been a cool moment to see him go because he's been handling it very straight. But, like, this would have been a good dad moment that would have felt impactful, him kind of, like, Hanging over his son, who was just, like, betrayed by by Jungle Jack. Um, and it
2: would have sold uh, Jungle Jack, too, as,
1: like, a serious thing. They make little
2: mistakes like that.
1: Yeah, it's just a little thing. But, like, I, to me, I was just sitting there waiting for it to happen. Um, I mean, you guys have to see the, the amount of chops between Mox and Eddie Kingston was <laughs> even chopping and chopping. By the way, that should be the name of this pay-per-view it should just be called chopping and chopping because there was super kicks they were were chopping and kicking a thousand percent um but yeah it was very very cool i did not think going into it that like the stories kind of felt thrown together and and not that impactful and then when i just sat there and watched the wrestling of it all i was like highest loves that that well and, and last year i wasn't interested in forbidden door and guess what now next year i will be um Anyways, and we we now sit just a few days away from it's the forbidden. uh mo- it, oh it's forbidden 100%. Uh, by the way, uh Dip, you missed SGG. We, I know you didn't hear it cuz you weren't on it. Um SGG's best all-time interview last week with LA Knight. It's been rated I
3: saw it well it's all over the dirt sheets. So.
1: The dirt's were talking? Yeah. Mage. Oh, it was. And it he says, was he, that guy Greg. I was very. Did it excited really? To see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I popped big. Well, <laughs> no, oh crazy. wow, Mage. <laughs> In an interview I, with Cheap Heat's Peter Rosenberg, and that guy Greg. How do you like that? How do you love like, it? Uh, love no, it, it was. It shouts to L.A. Knight. It was good. And by the way, Dip, he had heard. L.A. Knight had heard that I questioned his being over. He was like you. He was like someone he sent said, me reportedly? a clip saying that I'm reportedly over. Like, what do you mean reportedly over? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Now I got a I got a text from a, a, a WWE insider last night who listens to the podcast who was in Savannah for Raw and said, "Just need you to know, never heard booze like this in my life for the Dominic segment." He was like, "It's unbelievable." What I got to
3: I got to tell you, I was gonna t- I was gonna say this today. It feels like the crowd engagement, okay. And again, I haven't been to a live show now that's televised since um, Mania. Mania? What do you mean like a Raw? Since Mania? No, I was at the Raw. I was at the Raw after Mania in, in L.A. But uh, I was in the in the very high up because I was in our box. But so it's really hard to tell. But I will tell you, the crowd engagement these days at these live events, despite you know the piped-in sounds, which I think are have lessened slightly, is at an all-time high for the last decade. Between, yeah, Seth I think it's Roll- at a
1: modern, it's at a modern high.
3: Yeah, I agree. Be- yeah, between Seth Rollins and the Judgment Day and Cody and uh, Bloodline, B- Bloodline, Tch. you're That's talking what I'm about just just crazy crowd engagement, and I think we're like. I complained many times over the last year that they've now just only been focused on the bloodline or they've only been focused on one person or that person. And the whole thing just it's all based on Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. They've done a great job in the last six months to a year, I would say, since mania, let's say, even or and but slightly before of making stories and feuds that feel meaningful besides the bloodline. And I think It's like it's like coalescing into a good show right now, which is really hard for me to say.
1: I, I, <laughs> I no, Honestly, I think that's very good. That's. I think that's a very very good piece of uh, feedback right there. And I'd also like you to take this time while you have the floor to uh, r- apologize for what you said about Dom's heat being potentially go away. I'll wait. It's it's some of the you best, Repeatedly said it. It's some of the
3: best heat I've ever seen. I apologize. And and Rhea, okay, Mm -hmm. is resisting the baby face of it all incredibly well. Yeah, she's doing great. She I also take back everything I ever said negative about Rhea Ripley, which is not which is not much (laughs) because I think she's she's my favorite female wrestler. And I think that she
1: probably is like the best. I mean, no, she's pretty, man. <laughs> she pretty- I don't think you have to. Have, I don't think there's anyone in the anyone who would be like <gasps> at someone saying Ria is the best right now. I mean, and the amazing thing is she's not even doing very much. and And I love that you don't have to have her. I remember I kept insisting upon that, like Ria could stay hot without really having a primary story. And frankly, there's so few people who really will threaten her that you got to save the stories for her. You can't just like, she can't just roll from one person to the next. I don't think that will benefit her. I think that actually hurt Bianca. I think that hurt Bianca. They just kept rolling her into the
2: next person. Bianca feels like- And I'll say this too. You know, it's been said a lot over the years that, you know, Raw and SmackDown to an extent are not really wrestling shows, but, you know, TV shows that feature wrestling. I think that's not more true. Like, that's more true now than it has ever been but also that they've benefited from it. Because, like, you see, Roman has become exclusively a PLE act. He shows up just to do promos in theater and, and scenes from a play on SmackDown, and then the match feels like the biggest thing you've ever seen. Rhea shows up to do promos. She doesn't really feud that much, doesn't really have too much interaction with the women, but when she does, she has that big time feel. Gunther feels big time. Like, you know, a lot of what's happening exactly, a lot of what's happening backstage, you know, KO and Sammy, all of it feels mage. And it's not that the wrestling is secondary, it's just that it's it's working in getting everybody to the level where you want them to be at. Even in Dominic Mysterio, like. He so
1: can't Don, touch the Don mic. had a match yesterday, but even that match was a joke against Tazawa, right? Or not a joke, right. but it was now, serious. Tazawa is incredible. Is it? Oh in, no, he's in,
3: a, in. In the five seconds that he was on television, you're like, this guy is an incredible wrestler.
1: No, no, Tazawa is sick. You're like, <laughs> <Tazawa's> <laughs> used. This guy barely gets used. He could be in. A, he could be in like if he was in AEW or Japan. You feel like Tazawa could be killing. Him. He's the man. But I know SG. I totally agree. Now here's something we haven't really spoken about that kind of needs to be spoken about.
0: Is Bianca becoming a heel? Like, it's I think, it's headed, of, tor- I think it's, it's headed towards
3: that potentially. She's kind it, of a. That's something I did call of, and did ask for. So thank you. Me.
1: You did. No, you did. Well, no, hold on. Everyone has wanted it. I think that no one expects it. But like, it's happening very slowly. And you can rarely get me to side with Adam Pierce, but I mean. She's kind of a jerk to Adam Pierce. I <laughs> like, mean, is she wrong though? Is she wrong? Because like, just her her tone. No, no. It may be not what she's it's saying. Not nice. Her, she's not. Her being tone nice. is not nice. It's not <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what? That's <laughs> a cheap heat. Yeah, she's she's going for it. Like I, I, I'm. I don't know. It's it's slow, but I'm getting the sense that's where we're
2: going. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I feel like. I feel like she's not because she's not wrong, right? Like Charlotte comes back. And demands a but rematch. Heels are often
1: not wrong, though.
2: That's the, the pillar of being a heel. They're often not wrong. They're just doing it wrong. No, no. But I, but that's the thing. I think that WWE is setting it up to where like they are giving themselves room to go either way with it. I think right? you may be like, right. Yes. I think they're, they're, they're gauging the reaction because she, what she's saying is not wrong, right? Charlotte lost at WrestleMania. She demands a championship rematch, but not against the person that she lost her championship to it's absurd. She skips the line on Bianca, who's the longest reigning women's champion, adds to the absurdity. And then Adam Pearce, you know, telling Bianca to wait while Charlotte, you know, gets to do what she wants. If it, it, feels, it feels like enough to set anybody off. And if she turns, she's justified. But also it could be something that just like is the impetus for getting her into a match where she continues down this baby face path. And then Charlotte ends up being the one who does like the same old Charlotte Charlotte things, let's just face it. And she's the one who, who marches into heel territory. So I really don't know where they're going, but this is a, an excellent bit of uh, seed planting that they're doing with, with both of them, Charlotte and Bianca. My guess is that Becky wins the money in the bank
3: and it's Becky Rhea, right, at SummerSlam? Um... Or they do something, I don't, know, maybe not, I don't know. I think it'll be Becky Rhea at SummerSlam, maybe?
2: I think Natalia's going to get into SummerSlam somehow, right? Like, what? obviously-
1: no, what? I think
2: jo- so. Is that, is that sarcastic? No, I'm serious. Like, look at her promo last night, right? they I think they're doing like a little character change slash pivot with Natalia were like she's teasing oh, Natalia I, I, broken the, woman.
1: I missed the Natalia segment. What time was that? I maybe I jumped. <laughs> I maybe I jumped I and I went back and I just don't know what time it was. Thing. You
2: probably yeah, it was it was just a backstage thing where like, you know, she lost Taria quickly in dominant fashion. She's been a little bit despondent. And usually people don't just go away after that, right? I'm just putting on my my fan hat and, and people usually jump into like a big spot after you see them down like that so it's possible that she gets a match with Rhea at SummerSlam with
1: that would be I have to tell you I didn't see it so I don't want to say that you're wrong because I didn't see it but that would be a crazy decision
2: let me I say not, let me, let me not necessarily it. it depends on how they execute it right like Natalia, on paper it does Natalia sound Natalia crazy getting but... the
1: Rhea Ripley SummerSlam match I mean Rhea hasn't had a real challenge, truly, since she won the title. I think it'll be Becky. You, I, I think it has to be. I don't know if it's Becky. Who uh, else I mean, it be? even, I mean, it could be. Well, yeah, because it has to be a baby face. Raquel. Yeah. It could be Raquel. It could be Raquel. They can find a way to get to Raquel. I'm just trying to think of someone who would mean something, like where you might actually believe something, like there's something. But- but if it's Natalia,
2: then like they have this story that they are already starting to tell it looks like, right? Like she is she's broken right now and Rhea's the one who broke her. <laughs> Let's be real. Like Rhea's the one who put her in this extremely damaged position and then it creates like a little underdog story for Natalia to come in at SummerSlam and not necessarily win, but at least have a, a meaningful matchup that has a story and a history behind it that they could build off of. Okay, and say, I could be completely wrong but i don't I just don't think Natalia's going away
1: hmm.
3: can i can I pivot to talking about Miranda Rousey of
1: mm-hmm. it
3: all she's fine just gonna talk about the other women Miranda Rousey is finally in a place where it's like t- it's she's tolerable to watch right now on television because she's in this tag team whether she stays around whether the tag team continues whether they lose the titles whatever ends up happening with them she's finally a place where she's not on the mic she's not She's not in the spotlight on the mic every week. She's not in the main event picture. And it's like her moveset is kind of MMA and interesting. And the arm bars and all the stuff and the takedowns and all the stuff that she does is like, well, no, no one else does that. So now it's like, oh, well, this is kind of interesting. And this tag team is something that we've always wanted to see. And it's like she's finally in a place where it's like, okay, well, now this makes sense. Now we have a very famous MMA star in a place in a spot that is like good that makes sense for her i don't know if she's going to be around much longer i know you know her contract expiring whatever I who knows if she's going
1: to be back but now she's finally in a place where it like sort of makes sense where her. i agree her i agree this is where i wanted her to be for a while like just like yeah. let her become a wrestler you right. cannot shove i mean listen it'll be true of you know for example if logan paul literally just showed up and dominated it, it wouldn't work with him either. like you can't have a special attraction that just shows up, I think, and dominates everyone and is always treated like the best all the time no, at some point he was always that, there he's at 1. taking <laughs> that briefcase down you, you, you believe that
3: hundred percent
1: I don't yes. believe it I don't believe it. He's winning the briefcase nope I, I i'm I'm actually now getting I'm now a full-on believer that it's going to be LA night no. I think I think it's time. I think they know that, think, that LA I think Knight it'd be is great. If it was, well, but you weren't here when I said it. What? And, and and I got an email with someone disagreeing with the thought, but and I and I thought they made a good suggestion when SGG and I read the email the other day. My thought was Logan Paul is the briefcase. He doesn't need a briefcase. I agree. He lit, but, He literally just challenged Roman Reigns and got a match with him. Like I mean, he. So like, I just don't think it's necessary. I think Logan Paul is there because they're like, hey. We want to add star power to this big event. Do you want to come? Do you want to do something awesome with Ricochet again? You guys can do really cool stuff. People will love you more. Yeah, Rick- Logan Paul. Logan Paul does not need the briefcase for the Money in the Bank to be an incredibly successful event for him. He just needs another moment where people go, "Oh my God, this guy's I- amazing." That's all he needs. It's Summerslam
3: yeah. season, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put him in, they're gonna put him in the picture with the with the briefcase. In my opinion.
1: I just feel like he, I love it for L.A. Knight because it gives L.A. Knight something to do and be on television and have to talk about in this moment when he's clearly becoming the man. Like, it is time for him to elevate, but you don't want L.A. Knight to be like an intercontinental champion guy. That's not where I think he is. Oh I think God. you want to get him close to being ready for the big time. Oh, God. I I, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I uh, Dude, people, I got to tell you, Dip, you're on an island by yourself right now. I'm just telling you, you can hold it all the the time. Rosenberg, with Rosenberg on it, is speeding away. (laughs) Well, no, no, I'm, I I was there, and I went, (laughs) no, not even that, I'm not saying I don't understand Dip's criticism, and I'm not saying that I don't hear the same things I heard before with the, how much he's, like, sounds um, derivative of, of Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. I'm not leaving all of those thoughts. What I'm no longer arguing against, though, is the fact that people love him, and there is something actually legitimately nostalgic about him not like that fake forced nostalgic but like he actually does give vibes of late attitude era and people like it i get it i mean he's
3: he's got a vibe there's no question um i just it's really hard for me to get past the derivative kind of mannerisms and way of speaking it's really by the way and I, it, it, I God bless, he's talking, we're talking about the, the greatest two, some of the two of the greatest wrestlers of all time he's mimicking,
1: but he's mimicking them. Well, listen, I suggest, and again, you know. I know you weren't on it, so you probably won't hear it, but you should listen <laughs> to the interview with him. I, I will say it was, he was compelling and charismatic in his own authentic way mm-hmm. in the interview. That I have to admit did sort of change me on him as a character. Because right, mm-hmm. even I, when he I said, "I pledge to hear it," you pledge <laughs> by Friday, I you'll pledge. hear
2: it. Yes, he said. He, was, a, he said a lot in those interviews. That was just like, mm, "That's a bar right there." I, at one point, he was like, "You know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea," but sooner or later, you're gonna have to drink up. I didn't do this. The, li- I didn't do the line as much justice as he did. No, the but drink up he line said was that. Rage. I was like, you know, <laughs> you know what? He dropped. He dropped bars in there while <laughs> they're <this> talking. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, right, I'll, I'll listen dude. to the interview, but like in general, he seems very. Uh, he seems very mad. He's a mad guy. He's you think a, he's mad? I think he's an angry man. Wow, interesting yeah.
2: take. I don't well, think well, he's a happy well, you know guy.
3: I think well, he has what? a chip on his
2: shoulder, but yes. I don't think that. Like, I a think chip. that's. I think you need that to be at the level where people want him to be at. Dude, have you,
1: have you – I don't want to re-go over the whole thing because we talked about it some on the interview and I know you amazing peckerheads already heard it. But, Dip, have you ever like just went through and read his entire – Wikipedia? Path, path to here on Wikipedia? No. Dude, it, starting in 2003 where he starts doing like LA indies to uh, where he eventually takes step by step, gets to WWE like 10 years in. He's already right. 10 years in gets to WWE where he's enhancement talent on NXT. So he's already been around for 10 years, and he's enhancement talent to some names that are good and some names that are repug. Really and I already remember that. Already out of the business, like repug people that he's doing enhancement ta- enhance- enhancement work for. Then, like, starts to get a little bit of momentum, and apparently, like, they didn't like his, him on social media. He had done something on social media, or they didn't like things that he was doing in the locker room. He gets completely fired. Goes and starts over again, then goes to TNA. Like it's he did he did it all. Then he did years in TNA. Like mm-hmm. it's really so. I right. think I he think he was even like sensing, that NWA Power
2: Show too when that first dropped. Yeah,
1: and he was the beginning. Wasn't he? The, was he the first champion? I think so. He might have been the was. first champion. He is literally a guy, dude. He's forty. He's he been loves, doing this for twenty. He years. He loves the man. Loves to wrestle. He loves wrestling. He thinks it's great, and he's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he he thinks he's right, and and so. You know, listen, as I've said, his window is right now. It is not in five years. If he, if he's lucky, if he's lucky, he could somehow get like, what, seven, eight years or something really being a big time in WWE. By the way, isn't it wild to think about There's the other hope day? Was, There's still
3: hope for me. I'm only 30.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, you still have a chance. I was thinking about so, someone. I was watching someone yesterday on Raw who i realized had been around for like longer than so many runs in WWE it's just amazing dude. how fast time goes i know was I, it Miz? I, no 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 it was it was someone short it was someone who's been there like 5 years but i was thinking about what 5 years really meant honky tonk oh dude honky tonk was not even he didn't he wasn't even close to 5 years no, it was but it was I don't think, but he wasn't really big until 87 It was like eighty-eight. 88 he wasn't was even year. on, yeah, because he wasn't even on WrestleMania three. He was he's, he's really
3: wrestling week to week at, on, uh, in the year in 86. eighty-seven at some point. Eighty-six, or, n- you think? I watched it. I watched the, a challenge the other day. He was on it. And you, sh- or oh, you, sh- ah.
1: S.G. What was? He was age? The- I don't know. He wasn't wearing he was- the full garb yet. He was like wearing something else. Yeah, he wasn't even in the full thing yet because think about it. He gets the title. Does he get the title off of Ricky Steamboat? I think he gets the title off of Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. So that's not until after WrestleMania in 87. Honky talk, And then he's done by what? 91? Yeah. Yeah. Early 91, late 90 or something. I mean, think about it like this. Hulk, Hulk Hogan's run as truly the man was essentially 85 to 92 i wouldn't even say 92 and 92 it started yeah but you could also give him 84 so whatever it's around seven years right right there that it's like seven years you know what seven years is now i mean it's like half of seth rollins career like your run (laughs) yeah i've been there for i've been there for seven years (laughs) it's crazy god being old is the worst um so we need to, we need to make predictions. Dip has to go. Dip real quick before you go. Uh let's let's just get into the card. Do you have 2 minutes for the card? 2 minutes. All right, here we go. Dip has a big day and minute in this warning winter. the 2 minute warning from Dip. Dip dip 2 minute warning. All right, here we go. Real quick guys. Uh let's start with uh Gunther and Matt Riddle. Gunther. IC Championship. Gunther. Gunther.
0: And
2: that's the difference maker right there.
1: <laughs> Let's go right. to uh, Rhonda and Shayna defending against Liv and Raquel. Ah, uh, Rhonda Shayna,
2: but I really don't know. This one could go. I'll, in, I'll go, in go way. Liv Raquel.
1: Uh, I, I expect maybe there'll be some shenanigans Agreed. between Rhonda and Shayna. Agreed. Because I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna break them up. Uh, so at some point here soon. Let's go to the bloodline. Roman and Solo with Paul Heyman versus the Usos. Mm, I, Roman Solo.
2: I have to Solo. point out, too. I have to point out before I give my prediction. Last night on Raw, they showed the graphic, and it said, the Bloodline Civil War begins. And it made me think of that emailer who uh, I think they're right. I think that it's going to like fully fracture. Wow. And we're going to see a lot of pieces go. A yeah, lot Dip, of we got directions. an email a
1: couple of weeks ago from someone who suggested the real match there is going to be a fatal four-way of the whole Bloodline, which would be Mage. And yeah, if they say the bloodline, if they said the civil war begins, yeah, wow, they're really the leading into this sentence. being like a straight up Marvel movie at this point. <laughs> I mean, are. they're not even like it's not even. So, um, I, that, I I'll go Roman Solo. With that being said, though, I'm gonna
2: go Usos, right? Because why would they why would they splinter and fracture if Solo okay. doesn't
3: botch it? A the Rock bit. is interfering in the man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Rock has to show up. Yeah, get uh, some Seth freaking freaking against, honestly, the best Finn I think there's ever been. And also what I love about Finn, he is the classic guy who people would be like, he can't be a heel. He's got a baby face move set. Somehow he has made his high flying move set look so heelish. yeah He did such a great job with Carmelo in that way last night. Um, I will go, though, with Seth freaking freaking. Yeah. I'm gonna go Finn. I'm gonna go Finn. That he's video not losing package the title to Finn. That video
2: package was amazing. It, it was, was It could it convinced me that Finn that Finn has a chance. No. Keep going. I'm that- going Finn Balor. Yeah.
3: You've lost your mind.
1: <laughs> of all the ways he's lost his mind, that was pretty low on the list. Let's go <laughs> next to Cody Rhodes versus Mr. Dominic Mysterio. Dom. Cody um I'm gonna go Cody even though SGG I know you're probably remembering that email from a few weeks ago where they painted a great picture of why Dom should win yeah uh, but I I'm mean, gonna I'm gonna listen, go Cody
2: our listeners are too smart I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with our I'm gonna re, I'm gonna side with the cheap universe on this one I'm going I'm going Dom. uh
1: Zelina versus Becky versus Zoe versus Bailey versus Eo versus Trish Zelina Becky um I'm going Becky I think, I'm going, I think I think it's
3: it's Zelina or Becky
1: Zelina would be fun man she's such a good talker she's She'd great. Be
2: great she's great. although you know I mean Bailey and EO they 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 both yeah because you know Trish Trish and Zoe are on the same page right they want Trish to get that briefcase and like they're doing it for Trish EO and Bailey don't have that same allegiance to each other of like the greater good means the briefcase is going on X person. So it could be one of them. We could see damage control splintering a little bit more heading into SummerSlam. I don't know, but I'm going to go with Zelina.
1: Uh, and lastly, uh, the men's money in the bank ladder match. That would be Ricochet versus Shinsuke versus LA Knight versus Santos Escobar versus Butch, versus Damian Priest, versus Logan Paul. We've basically all given our picks. I'm going LA Knight.
2: I'm going Damian Priest for the official pick.
1: Wow, okay.
2: Dip. All love to Santos Escobar, though, but I'm going Damian Priest.
1: Logan Paul. And Dip is going, you know what that would be? That's a cheap heat! Um. All right, well, we'll see. So long, Dipperstein. Let's get into some mailbag. S-U-G, let's also get into a uh, black power rankings. I, think, oh, I yeah. think I know where we're both going here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than
2: black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and, and
1: I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo,
0: because I'm black, and I'm black.
1: All right, S-U-G, you already you already called your shot on social media, but it, it's a it's tough not to pick this guy after the big night that he had
2: and and probably a big night that he's gonna have tonight too successfully defending uh the nxt championship at the second part of uh, nxt's gold rush but i'm going with carmelo hayes i mean you know last week him and seth rollins had that moment on nxt that people were talking about he popped up in the audience a couple of times on uh on the main roster as sort of like the face in the crowd but this week he was there and then being the pro that he is, he had his gear on him because he ended up going up against former NXT champion uh, Finn Balor in a losing effort. Um, but it, I don't think it, the wins and losses matter on this one. He looked he looked fantastic. He looked like he was ready for the big time, and I think it's only a matter of time before uh, we see him there week to week uh, up against Finn and and Ricochet and and whoever else uh, they they put in his way. Maybe a Gunther, uh, but I'm going with Carmelo Hayes for this week.
1: Yeah, I'm going to just I'm going to just go with you, buddy. I'm not going to fight it. Big night for the kid Carmelo Hayes. Looked great. Got a lot of TV this week. This was a this was a big week um for a guy who I think a lot of people have a lot of high hopes for. Um hey. Did you by the way see the insane what was it? The the 91 uh Tiger driver? What the hell was it? Oh, the Tiger Driver '91 that uh, that uh, Osprey hit on Kenny
2: Omega. How, dude? How? <laughs> I did I did not see it? I heard a lot of people talking
1: about it. You haven't, haven't looked it up. I... You haven't you look, haven't just looked on Twitter to see it? Nah, because I want to see
2: like the match. Let me see this. Nah, you got to do it right now. I heard it looked. I heard it looked insane. Um, I saw like a clip from the scrum where they they asked Daniel Bryan about it, and he was even like, "Uh, that's kind of crazy," but.
1: Oh, so, so like, listen. I'm I'm not like an expert in move sets, and you know, I I don't even want to pretend to be. Um, here, actually, I have audio. It looked here. close. If- it looked like he dropped them right on his head. But is is that what it's supposed to be?
2: Uh, yeah, because the one I'm the the picture I'm the the video I'm looking at has a split screen. Oh no! Of Sorry, the original you- with. Yeah. Kenny Omega taking it, and, uh, Kenny Omega didn't get it half as bad as the guy who got it in the original.
1: Hold on.
3: Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay match, assuming that you didn't see most of the match, Brian. In the match, we see this Tiger Driver 91 that Kenny takes, and he's coming down, like, right on his head, and I'm just curious your perspective. The expectations are so high now for the audience, especially for a match like that, a match like yourself and Okada. And you're dancing so close to the line that when you see something like that of how close you're going to a
1: terrible potential outcome how you view something that principle in a match it's a really interesting question in the sense of you you have to skate that line
0: right for example i remember when i was in wwe and john cena tore his peck taking the hip toss right and so there are these things i go and i talk to our doctors legitimately
1: before matches and i say like hey what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this? Can I do this? Right? And they are very frank with me as far as saying like, no, you cannot do that. Yes, we're okay with this, but only under certain circumstances. And I think for the safety of the performers, and also it's the best thing for AEW to do that same kind of thing. As far as like, I saw the Tiger driver. I saw that. And that kind of stuff does scare me because the injury potential is so great. And I know
0: specifically from like a Kenny Omega who Both him and Will Ospreay are just fantastic. Just fantastic. Was it worth it? You know what I
2: mean? Did it actually make the match better? Or is it just risky part of their career? And I don't have the answer for that. You know what I mean?
1: (sighs) Good question. I don't know who asked the question. Apologies. But good answer also from from Brian. You know, I got to tell you, I had an interesting conversation with uh, Brian Mann the other day about Daniel Bryan. We were watching Dynamite. And I was sort of saying, I feel weird. Like, Forbidden Door is the perfect, the absolutely perfect place to see what Daniel Bryan can do. But like, I was saying that as part of the BCC, I feel like a little bit weird about Daniel Bryan playing just kind of like a role in a faction, and I was like, I was kind of speculating on how he'll view his time uh, in AEW, but then Bryan made the point, and I might be right, he, he might be right of that he's like, but this is exactly what he came here to do. Mm-hmm. He he, Like, you look at it, or I look at it as like, wait, there haven't been the meaningful stories I wanted. Like, I think MJF and, and him could have been so much better. Or I think this could have been better. But the fact of the matter is, for a guy who loves wrestling as much as he does, isn't just getting to work with all these guys and kind of pick what he wants to do, this is probably exactly what he wants. It may yeah. not always be what we want, as fans especially as fans of his WWE character but yeah i think brian's probably right that that daniel that brian danielson's incredibly happy doing this
2: yeah i think i think man is i think man is right and i think that's what we forget as fans too um just like the hopes that we have for a person like like if we're in this era now where if we think somebody is great they need to be hall of fame track multiple world champion Main event WrestleMania, give them all the big spots. But, you know, our goals for a person might not necessarily line up with their goals for themselves. And I think that th- I think that he's right that this is what Daniel Bryan came there to do is like have fun matches, his dream matches, not necessarily our dream matches, and then you know, showcase a younger talent in, in big spots and pull the best out of them and be sort of like a player coach. Which it, it just doesn't look like holding the world championship, um, dominating, um, putting on classics every month or so with the exclusive um, set of talent. It, it is mixing it up with everybody wherever they are in the car just to show not that you could do it because everybody know like he's proven, but to show that that they can do it and then set them up for the type of success that he's already had.
1: Yeah, and he does seem to be in that zone. Then when you get to have matches like he did uh, at Forbidden Door, that that's that's what he's here for. Yeah, it's tough for us. Male, see him in those spots. Uh, Let's hear from Ryan, who says Pete Dip SG, lock sandwich with spicy everything cream cheese on an egg everything bagel. That is all. Also. The pork roll egg and cheese with a hash brown is preposterously good. Now this, I've never cheese. seen this. I've never he seen got a this. a picture of it? Yeah, he sent a picture. The spicy everything cream cheese? Nah, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that either. Oh, oh. So he's talking about a shop specifically. A.M. Bagel in New Haven, Connecticut. In Derby, Connecticut. Okay. He's saying a specific place. They seem to have everything spicy, everything cream cheese. Hold on. That's your everything bagel hot sauce right there in cream cheese form. Says, it says spreads, whipped cream cheese, scallion cream cheese, weekly special cream cheese.
2: And is that where the spicy everything is at? The weekly special? Yeah, or is maybe. that always available?
1: doesn't look like i mean they're not it's not listed on the website is always available but maybe if you're there it's a different animal anyways thank you for that looks looks delightful
3: all right ma 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 ma
1: male um let's go to uh blaine who says the peckerheads and the dipshits need to hear dip speech at your wedding Please make sure it's recorded and play it for us on the pod. <laughs> I've been a listener since WrestleMania 32 special. Haven't missed an episode since. I don't even watch wrestling anymore. Thank you guys. You're the best. Blaine from Arkansas. Thanks, man. You know, Blaine's Blaine's got a point. Yeah, I think we probably will have to play it. I'll I'll say if for some reason we don't play it, it's because it, something went horribly wrong. And I don't think that's going to happen. So, I don't, I don't, <laughs> But I do have to text the the sound guy and make sure we can record everything. No. Mail. Steve says, as a card-carrying member of the Pipe Bomb era punk fan club who has recently been telling every peckerhead within earshot that AEW has finally gotten its storytelling shiznit together, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Uh-oh. But, but two episodes into Collision, and I'm not feeling it. Doesn't matter how well-wrestled an off-the-peg match is, if it doesn't have a narrative context, it doesn't mean much. Punk showboating after every successful hold or throw suggests he believes that his being CM Punk is reason enough for the audience to engage. That may be the case in Chicago, but I wonder if it will be enough in three months' time in small-town Iowa. And I'm not talking heel heat. I'm talking indifference. Every new enterprise has teething problems, and there's plenty of time for Collision to address its shortcomings. Start building a handful of compelling Collision-specific stories and remind Punk that nobody ever came to watch him for his wrestling. We came for his stick work and hung around for the fight. It's a good message there from Steve. It's not wrong. Dominic. Mail. Hey guys, hope all is well. With the with the Peter's wedding quickly coming up, a thought crossed my mind: the wedding reception is going to be mage. With <laughs> Peter's three worlds coming together in one place, the opportunities from um, for amazing interactions is possible. Can you imagine Don Lagreca, Ebro, and MVP sitting down and telling stories, or Laura Stiles, Michael Kay, and Mark Henry? Talking about whether they should have the chicken or the beef. I know there won't be any videos of the festivities made public, but to be a fly on the wall would be mage. Congrats to you, Peter, and your lovely wife. Many years of health and prosperity. Well, I have one bit of bad news. I don't think Mark's coming. Uh, I don't think so. He like Mark and planning is a little sus, and I like... Well, it's too late to plan now. Yeah, like he, he was being indecisive. I, I assumed it was a no. It sounded like a no. I never saw his name pop up on the hotel. So, like, I just I went with no. If, if he shows up, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Mail. Bill writes us gimmick in fringe of the cinch. Oh, shit. All right, guys. After the sequel. To my world-famous hot takes email was not published. Oh, I didn't realize Bill wrote a follow-up. I felt like a wrestler whose storyline was canceled and whose character was buried like (laughs) Muhammad Hassan, but I accepted it. I moved on with my life like Kane after he accidentally murdered his girlfriend Katie (laughs) that one fateful night driving home from a high school party. But after listening to last week's email that featured not one, But two cases of gimmick infringement, I felt compelled to speak up. We had Bear and Rocky's bark mitzvahs discussed like I didn't originate that when emailing you about my quarter Jewish dog son. But then a listener wrote (laughs) in and prompted a discussion about the storyline albatross that is the Money in the Bank briefcase, which I brought up when I talked about the the similar writing conundrum of the Royal Rumble winner getting a title shot at WrestleMania. I mean, what's next? Are you guys going to give out tax advice while repeatedly bashing Liv Morgan to complete the theft of the character that is Bill T? I think attorney guy Greg may be hearing from my lawyer about an injunction. By the way, speaking of the Repug Miss Morgan, my heart sank when Raquel came out after the women's tag title unification (laughs) match to talk about how we didn't lose the belts. I just knew that Giggle was about to hit and Liv would run out to the ring like an irritating bat out of hell. But then I turned that frown around when I realized where this was going. It's just an angle to have them lose and facilitate Raquel's heel turn. What better way to infuriate the mouth-breathing basement-dwelling fans than to beat down their beloved Liv after a heartbreaking loss? Anyways, on a more tender note, as someone who was divorced (laughs) and too afraid to go down that aisle twice as I have instead settled on a spousal adjacent, adjacent situation with a daughter on her way in two months. I applaud you for having the courage to do it again. And I don't know if this is confirmed, but I think it's Miss Hatton's first and obviously only marriage, correct? She deserves the best, and I'm sure you will provide her with nothing but happiness. She is a great guy, and she is correct. We all miss her when she's not on the pod. Shout out to Dipperstein in Bucks County PA, U-N-I-T-Y, Bill T., <laughs> Now, Bill, I I have to say we referenced Bark Mitzvah without referencing you, but I also have to say you were not the first person that I heard Bark Mitzvah from.
2: Oh, gosh. You're going to be hearing from Bill next week now, just for saying. No,
1: I'm I'm just being honest. Now, I did enjoy hearing it when he said it, um, but that wasn't the first time I'd heard it. And in fact, when Bear turned like uh, two years old, I had a Bear Mitzvah, which is right next to Bark Mitzvah. Let's just be totally honest. Um, as for the other part, I don't remember what we said, the the money in the bank briefcase being an albatross. I I did that wasn't gimmick infringement. Some people just have similar thoughts. Maybe not as brilliant as the great Bill T. Uh by the way, uh, Joey writes us. mail mail He says, Tell Dip that the LJN esque demolition figs are coming out. Word is they look, feel, and smell just like the originals. I need to get an LJN made, made, don't I? I think you might have to. Is- Although I could see, I wouldn't be a hundred percent surprised if Dipperstein, his gift that he showed up with, was LJNs for me, Natalie, and the dogs. But you, why wouldn't you be a hundred percent surprised? Because what well, do you think? Get the Heenan
2: jacket made, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, because it's, yeah, it's, it would just be very him. Um, DK writes us. M- 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 Male. Don. Peter, as, as far as your wedding entrance, this is a no brainer. Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, deja vu. <laughs> From the opening bar, New York to the heart, but got love for all, to the moment they actually name drop you, Peter got a nine millimeter. To the name of the song, considering it's not your first entrance. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, I knew that's what he was called. There is something going on confirmed. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to play on that. I don't think I I don't think yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Um it's
2: funny. It's funny. Funny,
1: but I I I think the I think those jokes about um deja vu probably gonna probably I would say this. I really hope. I don't have one friend dumb enough to make a joke like that during the course of that weekend. Uh, Joe wrote us. Hold on. Can we talk? Did we talk
2: about mail about about Goldstein's joke? Which one? Uh, You you already rehearsed?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a good joke. (laughs) But listen, I I told someone, someone else made a joke yesterday. I said, get it out of your system, bro. Get it all out of your system. (laughs) Do not like Natalie doesn't really have a look of death, but I have to imagine if someone like the night before the wedding made a, a crack like that, that might actually force a look of death. It is and, possible. Uh, and
2: they bet and they better hope it's just the look of death. That's right. If there's, the, if there's another like of death on the way, the something of
1: death. Uh, Joe says, Pete, need you to call Miss Hatton and do a macho man voice. Miss Hatton. Will you marry me? <laughs> uh oh. Sean has Discord issues. Uh oh. Yeah, what? Mail. Oh, he missed the info. I went to the link on the previous episode, blah, blah, blah. All right, I'll send it to you, buddy. Yeah, How I is the that. Discord this week, SUG? Oh,
2: it's pop. Listen, we got a nice community in there, it's, it's popping every week. Yeah, every day it's it's there's yeah. something going on every day, right? Whenever there's a show, people are in there. They they they're talking it up. You know, people. We got a bunch of different channels for people to check out. So you know, I see people give some travel tips. I got I got some from in myself. Some restaurant really? recommendations. Oh yeah, like all kinds of. You know, every channel is is lively in there. People people share and, and they. We got a nice community in there, so welcome. We'll get
1: you that link, man. I think I sent it to him properly. All right, let's hit one more. M-m- mu mail oh Man, so many choices. Um, Michael says, heard you talking about your wedding entrance song. Just went to a friend's second wedding as well, and he entered to the instrumental of Dr. Dre's next episode. For those who got it, big pop. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no,
2: Because everyone's gonna get it. First of all, it's not gonna be
1: it's not gonna be subtle. Um I I think in the end. Here's the decision that's getting made. So I talked to the our day of planner on um, the guy from the venue, who I really yeah. like, this dude, Andrew. And he basically said, "It's it, it, even though I did this the, at my previous wedding, I did do this, I, I respected his thought. He was like, you really should have one song for everybody and one song for Natalie, and that's it. And I was like, he was like in terms of just organization because it can get complicated if people walk too fast and then you switch songs too quickly, it can get messy, you're asking mm-hmm. them to do a lot. And I thought about it and I'm like, when you think about it, if if you're not being like selfish and worried about just putting yourself over and you think about who the main event is, really, really the move is that it's pick a good three-and-a-half-minute song, which is all we'll need, right? Pick one good three-and-a-half-minute vibe that covers the, the officiant walking out, the bridal parties, the dogs, the everyone up through me. Stop, pause, wait, hold it. Natalie music. That's really all you need. Yeah, that should work. Like, like I did do previously a song for the groomsmen, a song for the bridesmaids, a song for me, maybe a song for the flower girl. Like, I forget. It was a lot of songs. And by the way, it did lead to an F up. Of course, because it's the more elements you add, the more opportunities you add. Right. This is like, this is such a safe thing to not have to think about. Hit play on this joint. When everything's done, boom! Bride entrance song. Like it just—you're asking the person dealing with it, who is not, who's one of the sound people there, to have a lot less work. And again, you're putting the emphasis where it needs to be, which is putting over Natalie.
2: And also, they're not like—I don't think you rehearsed that part at all, right? So it's like live. Everybody has to have like the right cues, the right pacing,
1: and he's got to match it. So So now, what I have to do. Is just come up with the right song that I feel like captures everything leading up to and including me. Mm-hmm. So that's the that it's actually kind of a fun challenge to think about. Like, what's a good song that will cover everything, but I can also feel like it makes sense for me. And I I I, I will enjoy that challenge. So I, I I respect this very much, guys. Um. We'll be back for a Friday episode of the show, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can jump on the Discord as well. And uh, we'll do some more mailbag. There's so much in the mailbag. We'll do some more mailbag on Friday. I don't think there's a guest this Friday. Um, so we'll figure that out. And then we're down to the last week. Mm-hmm. The I mean, listen, uh, the question is, do I do a something going on Friday the day before the wedding? Taking off both jobs. I think I will. I think that's how I'll start the weekend. That sounds right. Right? It feels right. Because I'm not going to go to the hotel until I can check in, like early in the afternoon. And so I'm obviously going to have stuff to do, I'm sure. But yeah, doesn't it feel like waking up, grabbing a coffee, sitting down with you guys and doing a, a little episode the day before the wedding? That feels like the move. Yeah, it definitely does. So you can expect nothing but full episodes. I, listen, knowing me, I'll even do a cheap eat on my honeymoon. So I don't, I don't miss a lot of these. I'll be honest. If if,
2: if we do this something going on Friday before the wedding, I might dress for the
1: occasion. Really? I might, just, yeah, I might. I might just have to do it. Wow, I might just have to do it. And by the way, SGG, I don't know if you're uh, saying what it is, but congratulations on your on your life moves. Thank you, thank you. Not yet. We will. We will soon. We'll make. Uh... No one needs to speculate. It's nothing insane, but it's a nice, it's a nice, nice thing, nice thing. Yeah, it is. It's a nice thing. It's a, it's a, it's a nice check on the old uh, ledger. You know what I mean? It is. I think you're crazy. It's something I would never do. <laughs> so you, y'all can. It's too much stuff. It's too much stuff. That's when you hear Troy. You can probably now you maybe figure out what what he's talking about. It could be a lot of things though. <laughs> By the way, Troy, Troy, I should have you know, since you've injected yourself into the podcast here, I should have mm-hmm. you know, got an email yesterday to the, uh, to the gurus on Hot 97 okay. from someone who is asexual. Whoa. Yeah. Meaning he is straight. He likes girls. To he, and he likes girls, but he just does not care about sex. And he actually started a group. He started like a, a, you know, a support group. Uh, a support like a support group. Oh, okay. Couldn't be me. I'm on fire this summer. So, but <laughs> so wait, have you changed? So because I thought SG, he's he's talking to me like I'm. Have you not heard the episodes with uh, you? Like do I I don't I understand. Have, like I, I have. I've heard. So I've wait. Heard the, so so now you are off the kick of, not interested in that sort of relationship. You're listen, back, it, there's you're interested something again. going on, it, Peter it wow. happened, This is the listen, summer of Troy And listen, Pete It happened for Troy like it happened for
2: everybody, right? You think you're fine You get a sip of the nectar And then, suddenly and then you, you have go, a sweet oh, tooth. Tooth.
1: you know what? All of a sudden, now you're <laughs> back yep. Now you're out here every day <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know? Alright, well more on that, I'm sure, soon <laughs> Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com <laughs> yeah. uh, And we will talk to you guys on Friday Need Stay mage Enjoy yourselves Later and then i went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together
0: also ladies and gentlemen at this time i would like to introduce shout out to that guy red Redheart is the greatest professional
2: wrestler in the history of the art form mm m